Well, thank you very much. Uh, firstly, I appreciate the opportunity to be invited this morning and to share some of my reflections. As you have correctly pointed out, our journey started off in 2018. Yeah. Um, the president was very clear about the mandate of not only us as investment envoys, but I think South Africa as a whole, which was to raise 1.2 trillion rand over a period of five years, commencing in 2018. Yeah. You know, at that time, that was about one point. It was about a one billion. I mean, a hundred billion dollars, mm. um, and it was pleasing to be part of today and to listen um, as the statistics and the progress was being was being shared. Now, the fact that we are two-thirds of the way, despite the setback of COVID, is something that has to be not only applauded, but it does affirm that South Africa remains a very key and attractive investment destination. Yep. But I think even more defining are the investments that we announced this morning, at least, that are a result of the opportunity, if I may use that word, mm. that evolved out of the pandemic. So if it wasn't for COVID, one is said to say the 10 billion rand investment in ensuring that South Africa is one of the countries in the continent to manufacture vaccines, mm. not only the COVID vaccine, but other vaccines, you know, with a target of at least 60% of vaccines that are used across our continent coming, being manufactured from Africa, mm. for me is one of the greatest milestones. Yeah. We do know that with every industry comes onward investment. As you heard, BioVac will be investing 2.3 billion. Mm, mm, Aspen mm. will be adding more capacity um, to their vaccination line. Yeah. And of course, as that comes, it means technological transfers. It means the employment of people. It means a multiplier effect across many sectors of our society, both seen and unseen to you and me. Yeah. So the president has given us a very clear message. We're an attractive investment destination. We have the ability and we must raise the amounts required. So those, to me, have been very clear marching orders, and ours has been to support the president in this endeavor and, importantly, support the respective entities of government, um, the respective government departments, and also to support the private sector, mm. which, as you saw today, is the largest contributor to the $770 billion of the past years and potentially the 200 billion we stand to have committed by today. Yeah. Talk about the since inception. There's been a lot of um, uh, commitment that made. What mechanism are you using to monitor those projects? So, credit must go to InvestSA and the DTIC. Yeah. Um, once pledges are made. There is a follow-up that gets made. Yeah. There is um, a team within InvestSA that the private sector actually goes to if there are any issues, which will, of course, complement the regulatory support that will be provided by the presidency. And on an annual basis, and even not even annual, periodically, mm. you know, there is conversation and there is monitoring. Just during tea, 
I was speaking to one of the companies that actually pledged two billion in uh, 2019, PJ Bison, yeah. and they were giving me an update of where they are. Um, the factory will be commissioned during the course of this year, um, and they were speaking about the role that the DTIC has played in ensuring that the pledge actually becomes an investment on the ground. Now, we will appreciate that there are some parts of South Africa that are far more ahead. You know, Gauteng is 35% of South Africa's economy. Yeah. And you find that where you've got larger metros, um, the local governments are far more advanced and ahead okay. in as assisting and enabling uh, business. And what you are learning is as investments move further, to other parts of South Africa, those skills have become very critical. But also, what matters is, you know, when the rubber hits the road, everything must work. So, ESCOM, the water, the whole chain that moves from the conceptualization by a company, approval by the board, to the desire to sod, to do the sod turning, must be supported and that is what DTIC has been doing so there's a lot of monitoring I am I can tell you that um, by the time the numbers were presented today they were vetted um, the guys know exactly what is where mm. and if um, so an investment that hasn't progressed is not an investment that would have been spoken of today mm. so when the president spoke about those investments that have been paused or cancelled in some instance, a lot of them have been a function of COVID. And of yeah. course, sometimes a business believes it to be able to make investments, but things change. Mm. But I can definitely assure you that there's a very vigorous process that underpins um, the management of the pledges, ensuring that they become a reality. Yeah. It's quite important uh, to, to, to assure investors as well in terms of their investment is guarantees as well. I'm sure some of these companies have been operating in South Africa for a number of years. And they are, say, they are saying we have faith in South Africa's economy going forward. Despite all the challenges you might have, maybe even pre-COVID, that you, 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 might, even have, you, you, may, you might have heard... Um, looking at maybe the ease of doing business as you have pointed out in terms of local government and also how do we then make sure on the technical side all the technical things you tick all the boxes as well the approval stages all these uh, um, things that need to happen as well it's quite important how are we making sure that with those challenges we are able to say um, or, or what have they said about South Africa's economy that despite the challenges that we have we are going to continue to pour billions into your, your, your economy. The fact that the investment commitments mm. have been growing year yeah, on year, yeah. barring COVID, for me is testament of not only renewed and continued confidence. Okay. You know, if I reflect on the 2018 conference, the biggest investors were the mining houses as well as uh, those in the automotive sector. Yeah. I reflect four years down the line, mining is still a significant contributor, but not necessarily, the, the number is big, but mm. not as big as it was then. Okay. Um, if I look at automotive, they continue to invest, 
But the pleasure is seeing new entrants, you know, investment into new industries. But also from a South African perspective, there's a policy of economic transformation. You know, to see black industrialists walking up the stage to make that pledge, to commit their slice of South Africa's future, it actually shows that all of those policies and the journey walked is contributing to some of the fruits that we are harvesting today. Mm. But mm. when you look at these things, you also want to make sure that those who have walked a journey with you, as you correctly say, companies that have been in South Africa for over eight years, continue to invest in South Africa. Because as any society, if there's no investment, mm. there's no innovation, there's no new products, there's no new employment, you know, so it is also it also shows that business is acutely aware of the relevance of South Africa and the economy, mm. not only within the African context, but globally. But equally, when you have received such support, it is more than ever incumbent upon South Africans, those in leadership positions, in government, in the private sector, to ensure that we build a sustainable society that is inclusive, that is ethical, that will result in more of these organic and new investments. Mm. And I think our, you know, as you said, what should we now, as we bank the projects, it would be regression if in five years time or 15 years time, the projects that we announced in 2018 are no longer there. Yeah. Not because the world has changed or that industries have changed, but because as South Africa, we were not the perfect host. Aish. Yeah. We, we are a country that um, has shown uh, its res resilience. Um, some countries really are struggling to pick up some sort of uh, really meaningful economic activities in the continent as well. And it's South Africa is in, in a fortunate space. When you have pr conversation with the president, what sort of things is he raising um, as far as how do we make sure that we address the challenges that we have in a country? Because with these billions, we want them to transfer, to transform into meaningful jobs, meaningful change of lives in the communities that these projects are actually going to be cemented. What's happening? Well, you know, over and above the president talking to us continuously about not only investments, mm. but sustainable investments. Yeah. Um, because it is the overarching theme. The president speaks a lot about skills, development, inclusion. And yeah. this includes some of the initiatives that he has spearheaded and is a patron of, mm. which talk about skills development and upskilling, which is fundamental. Mm. And I have to say, you know, it has been very inspirational when your leader shares his own hand at the development of the young. Mm. Um, you know, some of the things you would have never known of, but which also shows a leader who has traveled across a broader spectrum of South Africa and its economies. Yeah. You know, so the president can seamlessly speak about 
the Yes Initiative as he can mm. about the investment conference. Mm. The empowerment of women as well as fighting for vaccinations for not only South Africa, but yeah. for Africa. Yeah. Um, so the president continuously asks us and demands of us that we are constantly out there speaking about South Africa. Yeah. Because the one thing that is a reality is if you see companies and investors once, they'll only remember you once. Yeah. If you see them all the time, people will then remember you because the first time you share the South African story, mm. it might be to someone who doesn't even know where South Africa is. Mm. So it requires engagement. You need to keep them up to speed. You need to say to them, well, the last time we engaged, this is what you liked and didn't like about South Africa. This is where we are with the things you liked and this is where we are, importantly, about the things that you found to be either a hindrance or a challenge. Yeah. So it is, you know, one of the panelists this morning said it so well, and this is beyond something that the president and those in government can do. It is what all of us as Africans in our little corners have the power of driving. It is a positive narrative about our country. You know, everywhere in the world, countries are faced with challenges. But the one defining thing is when they speak of their countries, they won't kick off a conversation by telling you how hard things are. Mm. They will tell you how great that country is. And of course, as the conversation progresses, you will then come to know of some of their challenges. So South Africa has been endowed with minerals underground skills that have defined and helped the world over mm. and for those who have had the benefit of leading from the front it is truly incumbent upon them and for all of us to support them in extending a hand to the young who are feeling marginalized yeah. not part of the economy retraining upskilling and also to be the positive advocates yeah that the country needs. Oh. It's, it's, it's quite important um, that um, as we conclude this conversation to say what has been the reward for you because I want to see you in different provinces now because I want you to come to Venda there uh, and talk about what the investment conference uh, is able to, to do as well that when a, a country like Nes uh, Aspen or other, any other black industry wanted cement in Limpopo that we are always 35 degrees Celsius in terms of renewable energy stuff. We've got gazillions of spaces that, um, and, and a lot of potential because we're in the outskirts. We're not in the metropole, you know. Lots of land space that companies can, can develop. I'm glad that we also have that uh, economic development zone um, in that area um, uh, next to Zimbabwe as well. The provinces now will be able to, to benefit from, from this that are on the outskirts as well. So I would like to see you coming to my province. I'm talking to my own provinces now. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, um, I'm always reminded of the president's maiden State of the Nation address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On assuming this massive job of leading a country, which was going through challenges and very divided, the president said, Tumamina, mm. send me. Mm. So if you want to send me, mm. I will be there. Okay. I think 
as you asked, what has been the most gratifying thing about this assignment over and above it being such an honor and privilege yeah. to serve the president and the country is to go out and share with ordinary South Africans. This is what it is happening. This is what this means. And to also be one of those who helps in providing hope that development is coming. You know, if I listen to some of the announcements made today, I mean, RCL, for example, is part of that 400 million commitment. Part of it is going to happen in Limpopo. Oh, so right at home. Yeah. Yes. So, and you're very right. It is very important that what is happening far is also communicated to local communities. It is very important that you know the Limpopo Limdev or maybe other agents of state after this conference probably convenes a summit and says to the companies that have pledged present those opportunities say to people in Limpopo these are the potential business opportunities say to them this is how we can support you financially if you are youth there's the NYDA um, there's the DTIC. So I honestly believe we have so much where sometimes we fall short is in how we package, communicate and make sure that this is not seen as something that only benefits the elite and the few, but something that is accessible to a 20-year-old who's actually making fruits out there in Limpopo and making a living. Absolutely. Let me thank you so much for, for your time. Really a pleasure to, to engage you on this important thing. Thank you so much for highlighting what's happening in my province as well. I'm sure uh, as we continue, I've had a number, a number of projects in all other provinces as well. So I'm glad, you know, Limpopo, we are also counted as well. So it's a South African project, which I know is going to benefit all of us as well. Thank you so much for your time. It's been my pleasure, and I thank you for the invitation. Lovely. Thank you so much.